Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Grow Through What You Go Through podcast. I cannot believe it's season three already. We are just past the year mark of the, I suppose, starting the podcast. Um, I did take a big enough break between this season two and season three because there's a lot going on. Um, I think the last episode, I think, was around January, February, if I'm correct. But since then, like, I've only finished my yoga training. I was attuned in Reiki level two. Um, and I was also planning on moving to Canada. So there was a lot going on. And if you've, if you're a regular listener, you'll know I don't like, um, forcing podcasts out of me when I don't have time or if I don't have much to say. Um, I just like it to be free flowing and natural as this one is. Um, so I took a well needed break and it was very well needed. Um, and here we are. So back a bit later than I would have expected, but better late than ever, as they say. Um, so yeah, let's catch up, I suppose. So this podcast episode, especially, is catch up, of course, but also about me coming home from Canada, why I came home, going in a bit more depth about how I made my decision in terms of trusting my intuition, things like that. Um, so obviously since we last spoke, I'm now fully uh, certified with 200 hours of yin yoga training. And um, the plan is over the next few weeks um, to start getting some classes going, some outdoor classes, maybe some online classes um, things like that. Um, I would love to get my own space as well, um, just because I feel like when you have your own space and you can bring people in, it just creates more, there's more of an atmosphere and like you can like connect more with yourself but with the people around you as well. I just love, if you know me, you know I strive off connection. Um, I'm also, so then, then in April I was attuned to Reiki level two so I can now start taking proper clients which I'm so excited to get into um since then I've really only been doing the one or two um kind of volunteer work with it and practicing on myself um so I do as well with coming home plan on taking my own clients as well so I feel like although when I went to Canada I was starting up life I feel like now that I'm home I'm starting up life again um so yeah, I think like the month of April and the month of May was just me kind of, you know, I think suppose enjoying the last of my time in Ireland with friends, family, not more, not really focusing on my career with yoga and Reiki and stuff like that, um, and cacao facilitating doing ceremonies and stuff. Um, I my plan was originally to kind of go to Canada and start all that up over there, but now that I'm home and I think about, it, I always said I'd love to set up base back in Ireland. And maybe the bases are supposed to start and stay. Now that I think of it. But anyways. um, So. Let's just start off with why I decided to go to Canada in the first place. So I think when I came back from Canada last July. Yeah, last July. I had a ball of a time. I was obviously on holidays. I was there for two weeks originally. But then extended my stay. And ended up being there for three. Um. And it was amazing. If you've seen my stories, you'll know that it was the best thing ever. Um, Like, I just felt so happy being over there. 
So when I came home, I remember the plane landed and it was absolutely trying to rain outside and I was like, get me out of this country ASAP. Now, looking back, I was going through a big transformation um, and a spiritual awakening spiritually as well. So I can kind of see why I may have rationally decided to go and start the process. Um, I think at the time, I thought the grass is always greener on the other side. And that's not necessarily true all the time. When you think the different scenarios and you think the grass is always greener, there is a lot of times where it's not. You know, the grass is greener where you water it. Um, and you give, like you you give to where your grass is if you get me like you give to your environment you give to yourself you give to those around you and you will naturally get it back um but yeah so anyways started the process off a visa got approved in october um like that amy was supposed to be still over there at the time and she had come back then and i was like no still going over i'll be grand blah 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 now i didn't know anyone as close as I knew Amy over there so I knew of people over there and I was going to stay with her friend Meg um I did stay with Meg and that was that and um yeah so I just assumed because I'm like an outgoing friendly chatty person that I'd have no better making friends and stuff like that so I was like yeah no still going I think it got to about the end of March when I realized I was like shit I've only really the month of April because May I knew May was just going to fly in. I had so much planned on the weekends. I barely had a day to pack my bag properly. Like I was going on the Tuesday and I was properly packing on the Monday. Like it was hectic. Um, But yeah, so I knew it was going to fly in. And then the doubts started to creep in. So I actually got homesick before I even left. Um, And I remember there was times where I was driving to rugby train. I was crying in the car because my rugby training pitch is beside Dublin airport so I was seeing planes fly over a pitch all the time and that feeling in my stomach was horrific now when I talk about this I'm not um trying to scare people about moving abroad I'm just trying to create awareness about I will get to that point at the end but before I go any further I'm trying to create awareness around that it's okay for plans not to work out and it's okay for you to change your mind about things when you think that's where you should be going Sometimes we need to try things to realise that they're not for us. And we also need to just be kinder to ourselves. Like, it's not for everyone. And a lot of people think that you have to do it in your early 20s and you don't. Like, you can travel later in life as well. Um, But that's my whole reason for this. Um, So I'm not trying to scare anyone off before I go into any more. Um, so yeah, homesickness a lot um, before I left um may was kind of the hardest month because i was saying goodbye to a few people um for the last time and i didn't really realize it and i was like oh shit and then obviously i was spending more time with the people i loved coming up to it and then i was like shit i don't have much time left with these and while trying to enjoy the time i was also very upset then after they left like if i was out for coffee with them or if they were in my house or whatever um, so it was very emotional before I left, um, which I thought was just natural at the time. Um, and I remember I was speaking on my stories about it the other time as well. So anyways, that was that. The day I left, I think, was probably the worst day ever. And that's just me personally. In terms of my emotions and how heartbroken I was when I was leaving. 
yeah it was just it was a feeling I'll never forget I was in business class <laughs> you, you know yourself um and yeah I was just heartbroken leaving some people um and it was very tough talking to them on the plane and stuff like that not knowing when I'd see them again um so yeah and that was that I got over there um I was living with people that were helping me get set up and stuff like that they were amazing they literally got me up on my feet straight away um in terms of my sim my bank things like that um it is very hard to find a job not a job sorry a house when you go over there because especially during the summer you have a lot of j1ers going over and they'll all buy houses together um and there's no room for sublets like myself going over to live like let's say for the year or two um so it is very hard um and I was sharing a room with Meg as well um which obviously at times I felt bad because I felt like I was taking over her room and stuff like that um and I think as well like there was a lot of emotions within homesickness so at that time I felt like I was a bit of a burden because I was taking over her room and stuff like that and like I was obviously like I had to be kinder to myself being like she offered your room like she wouldn't have offered if she didn't want you to be here like you know like to let my overthinking brain kick in um so yeah and then that was really it I was still actively looking for houses and stuff like that and um don't get me wrong the first two weeks were great the first like getting back into seeing things and stuff like that um seeing the odd one or two people that I'd already known um back in Kitsilano where I was living with Amy last year so I was kind of felt comfortable quite quickly in Kitsilano because I had known the place from last year um so that was a nice feeling to come into as well but I think the thing that got me majorly was there's I had no close friends over there so when I was feeling homesick you know yourself when you have your close-knit group of friends or your boyfriend or like your girlfriend or your mom and dad or whoever who are the people you go to when you're having a bad day or you're upset and you don't have them necessarily beside you like yeah you can talk to them on FaceTime or the phone but it's not the same you don't have that and I think going away has actually made me realize how much I love human connection and like physically being in someone's presence it's made me more grateful for the time I am with people that I love as well but it's probably made me love it even more now that I left so sorry to the close people in my life because they're gonna actually have me as a clingy best friend and like daughter sister whatever um yeah so yeah and it was just like you had no one to share the sad moments with and that really got me like I am such an open book with my close friends and family like I literally they literally just have to look at me sometimes and they're like what's wrong with you and I literally blurt it all out which I love because I remember before when I couldn't do that I'd literally sit in that emotion for so long um, and it just makes me feel a thousand times better even if the situation or the problem isn't solved just taking that off my shoulders would literally be a godsend so not having that over there was very hard as well as that like I'd never moved away from home I did like when I did a J1 in Boston but I'd never moved away from home where like I don't know I just felt different this time obviously I was more older and mature like so I had to step up an awful lot because I, like I said live at home with my mum and dad which I was looking forward to because I think being at home I kind of got 
lazy and like stuff like that but it was just it was like a very big step very quickly you know um but yeah it was just a lot going on very quickly and then I felt under pressure with like not having a job yet and needing to watch my money but also trying to enjoy myself and yada 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 and it was just I think as well um with time difference so like I know I because I obviously wasn't working I was getting up that bit later in the day so I'd be getting up at like 10 or 11 but then come two three o'clock like family and friends and like people I really care about like I'd be going to bed you know so I wouldn't have that long talk considering because I love a good morning routine and I love going to the gym in the morning so like you know it was and obviously I wasn't going to give up that time just to talk to them because that wouldn't be me being true to myself like that'd be me like disrespecting my own boundaries so it was just very very difficult like very difficult um and I think that was the big thing for me over there so when all that started to kick in I started to I just felt then I was like because usually I can push through things knowing that if like if I know something is for me I can push through it and be like no like I need to do it I need to do it like so when yoga training started getting difficult I was pushing through it and stuff like that or like you know things like that when you know that you're just being lazy and not being disciplined to keep going this was different I knew there was something different but I didn't know what it was and because I was overthinking it and I felt there was a lot of pressure with obviously everyone knows this social media puts it out there and society makes it feel like that you have to emigrate to ticket checklist and that you're like successful or whatever and that like you've accomplished something um when that's far from the case and I also felt like when I started to think I was like should I be here is this for me I think because I'd bigged it up for so much before I went I felt like I had to do it to prove a point as well when I didn't you know what I mean um so yeah I was overthinking an awful lot I was waking up nearly every day with headaches and migraines and not being able to tell the difference between my head and my heart and trust my gut and my decisions um so like obviously the fear of failure fear of judgment and stuff like that is a limiting belief for me from when I was younger but it really came screaming out and I think as well looking back it was to see if I'd live by the belief and let that win as such um so I remember I got really really down and upset there like when I started to cry like nearly every day I knew that um I knew there was something wrong because like there was a day where I'd said to myself no like stop like start getting up and going out and doing things that you enjoy and things that make you happy at home like so going for walks in the park with a coffee and listening to a podcast or going to the beach and like like obviously sunbathing who doesn't love sunbathing on the beach and reading your books and stuff like that now I know I haven't mentioned it but I I did do this like I was actively looking for houses within the first two to three weeks and for jobs as well and I had interviews as well so it wasn't as if I just went over felt this feeling and didn't try I did like I was looking for houses and apartments and I was looking for jobs and stuff and I did have interviews Um, now I didn't hear back from any of them which looking back probably was a sign um but yeah so that was going along as well 
Um, so yeah, and I remember one day it was really, really tough. I think it was like a Sunday. And I remember waking up and all I wanted to do was stay in bed. And that's when I know it's hard for me. Is when all I want to do is stay in bed and not have to deal with it. And I knew straight away that that wasn't the right thing to do. So I'd have I'd allowed myself to have the hour or so in bed. And I got up. And I was like, no. Get up, go for coffee. Get food. Listen to your podcast. Do something that makes you happy. And... I did and I start bawling crying in the coffee shop the feeling I felt in that coffee shop I'm not gonna lie was the same was the same feeling I felt on that plane coming over and I was like what is this I was like what is it now like I there was nothing pulling me back home like you know I'd like yeah I'd people I love and adore at home and stuff like that but I went to Canada for me you know and like people have come into my life since then like friends and like really important people to me but I needed to be true to myself to go because that decision was made to go to Canada before they came into my life you know I'm always a person I'll never live with regrets and I like I don't want to live resenting people either um so there was nothing tying me home so within these weeks when all these emotions are coming about I had to kind of distance myself from home a little bit just because I needed to make sure that the decision was based on my gut and intuition and what I needed to do for me rather than me just feeling homesick and feeling like I was missing out from something at home so I remember that day after crying in the coffee shop I rang mum and dad and I'd been on the phone to them like continuously um throughout the time I was there like and I think nearly every phone call there was tears being shed but they were telling me they were like I'm just come home like they obviously felt upset as well the fact that I was ringing them crying every day you know and as a par- as parents like there's not a nice feeling to know that your kid your child is like crying halfway across the world and they can't really do anything about it but just say words you know and like all I just wanted was a hug from people at home like a really big hug like um but I just felt like every time someone told me to come home there was this resistance and I knew straight away the resistance was the fear of judgment and fear of failing you know and the only reason I came out like I realized that was because I was like what is actually stopping me from going home if I wanted to you know and it it was exactly that it was a fear of judgment fear of being a failure not accomplishing this checklist that society and Instagram makes you feel you have to check um and I was just like oh like what do I do so I kind of like in reality by staying there the only person I'd be letting down was would be myself you know and the last year or so I've really kind of stepped into my power in terms of doing things for me for my life for my future self my future kids like you know for my future husband and stuff like that and you know that's just how lately I have been living because like your actions today affect how you your life in the future that's just the way I think um but yeah so I think when that really bad day happened I was like right I'm way too much in my head and I was like right come back to what you know now I had been meditating daily um but sometimes you do need a little bit of extra help like so I 
did sorry i had reiki and cacao but i did that on myself because i can um and i felt a bit more calmer i felt like i could come into my heart and head a little bit more and i just said to myself i do my angel cards and i was like right okay shuffled my cards and it's mad that the cards that came out so i recently bought a new tarot deck well my first ever tarot deck of cards and i'm you know like with tarot you can get two cards at the same time but the combination of them together can mean something completely different to what they mean on their own so i'd read the card meanings on their own and then i'd um messaged one of the girls i know on instagram that's like a tarot proper tarot reader and i'd asked i'd kind of used my intuition to kind of gain the message of the mixed combination and i just asked her i was like look am i right in saying this and she was like yeah she's like especially with you over there and feeling how you're feeling so i was like right so basically the combination of the cards is like to block out outside noise and trust yourself and that like one of the one of the card meanings on its own was literally moving home from traveling or living abroad for a while now i know it wasn't a long time but like that was just the confirmation i needed um so then i got another card that had said it was either co-create with spirit or spirit has your back or something like that and the extended message on the book then was like listen out for spirits messages and songs words like posters or whatever or things people say that come up repeatedly and things like that so i was like okay so that was actually the day i was going to look at another apartment with aideen and sean so i had left the apartment it was a really really bad day i had left the apartment and got on the train now prior to this i there's times when there's times i can ask the universe for signs and i remember asking the universe for this sign right you're gonna laugh when i tell you this but i'd ask the universe to show me a peacock if it I was in alignment with making a decision to go back home to Ireland. And I know you're like, what? why the fuck a peacock? So the whole idea when you're asking the universe for signs is to ask for a sign that you don't usually see in your everyday life. So that when you see the sign, you know it's the sign, you know? And I always kind of add in sometimes as well. Because I feel like the phone listens to you even without you talking. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'll probably, I know I've said the word, but I'll probably go go onto my phone later on and see a fucking peacock on my Instagram or something. But I always kind of add in, I want to see it in the physical 3D world, not on my phone. I, I don't know why, I just, yeah, the phone listens to you. Anyways, so, got off the train, was walking to the train station, and I seen this sign, and it was like, we'll get you home. And I just usually when I see things like like normal little signs like that like I don't don't acknowledge them and the whole idea was like when you ask for signs or things like that you forget that you've asked for it because you don't want to go looking for it because it just if it's the sign that you should be getting it should just appear up in front of you so that was that I seen that sign I was like we'll get you home and I was like hmm I was like I am in a train station so this is where my doubt and ego was creeping in. You know, like the inferior, not good enough. Why would I get a sign kind of inner talk? Anyways, I kept walking through the train station. And 
end up meeting up with Aileen and Sean, looked at the apartment, and that was it. We were walking down the road then, because we had planned to go bowling, and, oh, sorry guys, it is nine o'clock at night, and I'm recording this, Um, it's been a busy day, I started a new job on Monday, so, we, yeah, we said we would go for a drink afterwards while we waited to go bowling, and we were walking down the road, and you know the way some poles or buildings in, like, Dublin would have, like, those little flags on the side, and if there was, like, let's say, an arts festival going on, or, like, a pride, the way the, the rainbow flag and stuff like that is out on the poles and stuff, we were walking down the road, and I see this animal on a flag, and bearing in mind, I didn't tell Aileen or Sean about the peacock, and I said to Sean, I was like, what animal is that? And he was like, it's a peacock. He was like, it's deadly, isn't it? He's like, the artwork on that is so good over here. I was like, uh-huh. yeah, it's great. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I was like, really? I was like, I'm only here three weeks. I was like, what is going on? Is On the inside, I was absolutely buzzing. But then I was like, really? But anyways, that was that. Went to the pub. We were sitting in an outdoor patio area. And Sean went into the toilet, came back in. And now bearing in mind, they knew I was upset about going, I'm kind of feeling like I wanted to go home, but I didn't tell them about the guards, I didn't go in depth or anything like that with them, until after I'd made my decision, I told them the whole story. Um, And Sean came back in and was like, you'll never hear what song is playing in there, and I was like, what? And he's like, you know the song, should I stay or should I go? I'm not gonna lie, I actually nearly choked on my drink, and I was like, sorry? And I was like, what song? And he said it again. I just looked at him. And he's like, no. No. It's not happening. You're not doing it. And I was like, okay. But I knew because of the card and the message I'd got. I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, right, okay. Anyways, that was that. Went bowling. And there was they had just decided then they were going to go for food and drinks. And I was like, lads, I'm not prepared dressed to go for food and drinks I was like I'm in like gym gear I was like I just thought we were going bowling so I end up going home to get changed I was literally 10 minutes away from where we were and I text because Jessie who I was living with at the time was out as well so I text Jessie and I was like oh we're raised and she's like oh we're in uh, that pub up beside the train station do you know the Dublin calling I, I said sorry what what pub is it she's like you know that pub the Dublin calling so yeah that was it the minute I heard that pub name I was like yeah I was like no I need to go home I was like well, many more signs I need to get today for that to be my sign um so I'm not gonna lie I was very very happy um but I was also very sad because although I know it was the right decision and it was the decision I needed to make I was sad that it didn't work out you know like and that's one thing as well, like, it's okay for you to be upset about a life you thought was for you and a life that you thought was going to be this amazing thing that you could do or, not that I couldn't, not that I couldn't have been able to do it, but, like, you know, like, it's okay for you to grieve a life you thought you were supposed to live or a life you thought you were, was made for you or whatever. Um, so that was that. So in the next few days, I had said to myself, I was like, look, hold off booking your flights for a bit and treat it like a holiday in my head I knew I was going home 
and I was like I just said to myself I was like yeah look you're going home don't decide on a date yet but now in the next three to maybe two to three weeks you're going home instantly my mood and how I was feeling uplifted so much to the point where Jessie who I was saying it was like Lauren because she knew I, I told her everything like and she was like I haven't seen you this happy smiley or chatty since you started living with me and when she said that I kind of knew I was like right okay that's another like that's obviously another sign like about me I suppose what like going home um and yeah so after that then I kind of wanted to get a little bit more clarity again because you know Miss Do- Miss Doughty Hall over here so I went and got breathwork and Reiki done off Liz McCormick so if anyone remembers I had a mentorship at Liz way back when I came back from Canada the first time and as part of the course I had three live mentor sessions with her over the space of three months so we had done two and we said we'd keep one for when I was in Canada when I needed it lo and behold here we go so with breathwork it helps you get out of the head and back into the body um and at this time even though the cards and the signs came through I was still overthinking it because I was like I was doubting the signs and I was like oh I was like I don't know should I should I know yada 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 if people ask me how did I come up with my decision and I say signs you know and but to me I knew it was still the right decision so anyways I went and got the breath work and Reiki done offer and when I tell you these signs came in through so clear so when I say the signs within the breath work and Reiki so your higher self and your intuition will come in and start talking but you'll know it's a message because it's so subtle and it's like you don't realize it's been said until after it's been said and that's just how I make sense of the signs and messages that I get through um and I remember one of the messages that came through was in the end choose love um another one was home is where the heart's at and then the word heritage and a snake came to me so obviously saints uh, saints snakes with saint patrick and stuff like that and then heritage going back to my heritage and i feel like as well it obviously hasn't come up yet and i'll let it come to me when the time comes and stuff but i feel like i've been drawn back to ireland to kind of heal more ancestral work and get back into the roots of ireland um but i'll let that come to me when the time is right because that's how it, it works um so yeah I still had so when that kind of came through I spoke with Liz and we did a meditation and a visualization and stuff like that and that was pretty much it so in the coming days and weeks and stuff like that I had booked my flights and I started to tell people my friends and stuff that I was coming home um and to be honest people there was like very few people that like straight away were so happy for me they were like we're so proud that you tried it and stuff like that and it's kind of reflected on me like it's made me realize who I want in my close circle um and it was just I enjoyed the whole experience more I went out and did more things I didn't cry those two weeks then um 
And I did have some people saying, try a bit longer, try a bit longer, try a bit longer. But even when they said that, my intuition was kicking in and my gut was kicking in, being like, don't listen, don't listen, don't listen. Um, And I suppose that's why when people say listen to your intuition, it's so important to know the difference between inner thoughts and the critic that's not yours, that people have projected onto you and people's lost desire. So I felt like when I was starting to tell people I was coming home, there was one or two being like, you didn't give it long enough. To be fair, I had people saying to me, you always back out when the going gets tough, um, which wasn't really nice. And I just felt like that person was projecting their lost desires onto me because they never got to travel. Um, but that doesn't mean I have to, you know. Um, so it's really important to kind of block out the outside noise when you're making really important decisions for yourself. And just go with what you feel is best for you. Like I've always said this. You can never make a wrong decision, a right or wrong decision in life. You'll just make a decision. Either way, you will always be steered back on track. Like once you trust that the universe has your back, you will always be steered back on track. Even if like in the midst of the journey, something happens that you're not happy with, you will always end up where you're supposed to be regardless. You know, you'll just, if you make a decision that's not in alignment with you and that's all it is, it's just an unaligned decision you will be dragged back on sometimes skull dragged depending on what decision you make but like that's just it you know and like since being home I've honestly I haven't been happier like before I came home I started to apply for jobs and I remember like when I got off the plane I'd literally gotten a phone call walking out the airport for an interview for a job in Dublin and I was like right I was like that like that couldn't be any more given of a good like I knew I was supposed to kind of be home like a job wouldn't have just fell into my lap like that um and it was just so nice like surprising people so mom found out I think I let a slip to her tried to cover myself and I was in the house and she walked in she's like hey you hon I was like fuck's sake um it was her birthday a week before I came home and I booked her in to get like her hair and stuff done that morning and I wasn't expecting her home that early she said she changed the booking when she told me the day before that it was still at 12 um anyways surprised dad that night um he just sort of walked away from me <laughs> he was in shock um and surprised people at rugby and it was so hard because in the rugby group chat loads of people were saying like who's committed for this season can anyone come down to play tag and have extra players um there was one per there was one or two people that kind of knew I was coming home because I, I had asked could I play on their team when I came back uh for tag. But that was really it. Um other than that, no one knew. I literally just walked onto the pitch and they were like, Sorry, what? They were like, Did you just jump out of that plane or something? I was like, No, I just got back. Um and like that, like coming back it wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be in terms of I thought people were gonna be saying stuff and judging and all. they they couldn't have been any more supportive when I came back not just to rugby but like they're like if it wasn't for you that's fine like at least you had the courage to go and try it like you know and even some people be like oh but the money this the money that money means shit like it actually means fuck all like money is just energy and it'll always come back to you like always always yeah it might take some time for it to but like you'll always find your feet again you know um and 
yeah like it was just so nice being back and getting back into my routines and like I just feel so much myself and I haven't obviously I still follow the girls from Canada and stuff like that on Instagram and looking at them doing things I actually don't have FOMO at all and I know I'm not thinking being like oh did I not just back out too quickly or whatever like because I have been talking because since I've been back I feel like I'm starting life again and I'm like what should I be doing like where's my life going career-wise more so as well so I'd gotten a tarot reading done and basically like I just asked about career I didn't ask about my decision coming home because I felt confident in that at that stage and my guides kind of came through the reading and I obviously might have been subconsciously doubting my decision coming home but my guides had come through the reading and was basically like tell her she's okay don't panic she was supposed to come home this kind of thing um and I was over the moon and then I was talking to Jasmine um her name on Instagram was earth healing angel Jasmine on Instagram she has changed it recently let me see um just in case people want to follow her so the tarot reading was done off um spring loon oracle her name is Maggie she is unbelievable I've gotten her to do tarot readings off me before she's amazing she does um she's a psychic medium she does past life regressions um tarots and things like that so she is unbelievable and then jasmine who i was just talking to like i'm really good friends with jasmine i've done some of her courses and stuff like that so like if she has stories up like if i have questions she'll just answer them for me she's really good she's just so passionate about her work she doesn't mind answering some questions um, so her name on Instagram now is Jupiterian Jazz with an S, not a Z. Um, and we were just chatting away and from past readings I'd done, gotten done before off her, she had said she knew my like uh, star, moon and rising sign. And so Jasmine is more like into astrology and she was, we were just chatting away about what was going uh, the full moon and Capricorn was going on at the time and she was like look I just want to let you know with the placements of the planets and stuff like that now um she's like first of all she's like I seen you came home she's like I'm so happy I trusted your intuition but she was like I just want to reaffirm for you um with the placement of the planets right now um the house that the the moon was sitting in and stuff like that she's like you are in alignment with being at home you're accepting your daily habits and routines and realizing that Canada wasn't meant for you and it was just so nice because yeah fair enough with Maggie I had paid for that but it was like I didn't with Jazz it was just she was giving general feedback and not feedback but she was just we were having a conversation like so it was just so nice to get that second or third confirmation and it's given me that confidence boost to just trust my intuition more um so yeah I'm home I have a new job I'm working in KNCRSA Um, I'm a contract administrator now but see this is the thing I don't like using titles because I remember someone was like to me what do you do and I'm like oh like I'm not I'm not I'm not just what I do like I am me my personality my morals my values that's me like um so yeah and my plans now with being home is obviously to get the events back home with Amy um yoga classes reiki clients and build my kind of business on the side but i'm not rushing into it because 
I want it to be more so of a hobby and for enjoyment purposes rather than business vibes. You know, like I I don't want it to be like I want it to be spiritually aligned and fun and a passion rather than just doing it for money because it'll just become a chore then. You know, it's not about the money like. Um so yeah. So I suppose wrapping this up, like yeah I was buzzing to go to Canada when I came back last year and I've realized the grass isn't always greener on the other side to not run away from your emotions and things you're going through in saying that I do think I did need to go to experience it to realize it wasn't for me because maybe I would have always lived with regret um it is okay to change your mind like who says you can't just because you make a decision doesn't mean you have to stick to it you know like think of it this way you're getting a takeaway on the weekend and you say to yourself yep I'm going to order a chipper later. Comes such a time you're like, ah, nah, nah, no, I'm getting a Chinese. No one's going to give out to you for it, you know? Just because it's a major, bigger life decision doesn't mean people are going to give out to you for it, you know? Like, it's your life, you do what you want to do. Make sure you're living it for you. Um, And emigrating isn't the be-all and end-all. You don't have to emigrate to tick a checklist in society's standards like or social media standards it's like it's not the be all and end all it really isn't like after being there and coming home maybe where you go and who you go with depending like people have said to me oh what if you went with Amy or Lauren and they were still over there would things have been different and I'm like yeah of course they would have been but they weren't so I can't think of that and dwell on it and kind of make myself upset about it you know um yeah so that's that it's okay to be upset and grieve a life you thought you were supposed to live and you're not living it now like there's nothing wrong with that like although you might be happier being at home it's okay to because before you go like before I went I had imagined what life would have been like and I did get excited and I thought I was gonna enjoy it but that's gone now and that's what the people say like especially with relationships as well is not to project into the future of what life might be like and falling in love with that idea because when it doesn't work out you get hurt um and what else to always trust your gut and your intuition block out the outside noise and just do you <laughs> that's basically it like like there's nothing social media doesn't show the hard sides of emigrating especially the parts before you go and during it and it doesn't show the people that come home hence why I'm creating this awareness about it and it's like it's okay to come home like you know I'd hate to think of anyone else going through something that I did and they're pushing themselves through it because they feel they have to or feel something's going to be said you know um like just come home if you're listening to this and you're feeling the exact same way just come home honestly there's nothing wrong with it if you have a visa you can always go back you know I have a two-year visa who's to say I won't go back for all day you know but um yeah that's pretty much it so I'm gonna wrap that up there I hope someone or if someone's listened to it and that's not emigrating know someone that's emigrating and sends it on to them because I feel it'd be very very helpful um for more than one person especially people who may have come back and are back a while and I suppose maybe regret not staying longer I don't know 
because maybe because there is a lot of people see as well like when I was going there was a lot of pressure on because there was so many people I knew emigrating the same time as me and for me to come home I'm like mm, hey is you know so yeah I hope you all enjoyed that um I'm so buzzing to be back recording like I'm sitting here chilling in my bed recording it's now 44 minutes in which I didn't think this episode would be that long um but you look here we are and yeah I'm just so happy to be back in my little bubble again to be honest I think the the breakaway kind of because obviously before I went and obviously like doubts and like being upset and stuff I wasn't myself energy wise I wasn't the creative mood if that makes sense but I think it's given me the restart and the kick up the ass that I need to get things going that bit more you know which I'm here for you know where it's cancer season baby it's birthday month let's go um so yeah hope you all enjoyed listening and i will chat to you next week for episode two